The following video contains explicit language that may be offensive to some viewers and or be inappropriate for small children, barnyard animals, or the entire state of Iowa. Viewer discretion is advised. It's Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Blight of the Show. I'm Murphy, and joining me as usual is the decaf himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stepped all over my own intro, didn't I? I just, I just fucked up. <laughs> Look, I'm sick. I was making out with decaf, and now I've got decaf's cold. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, the thing is, you have a bigger nose to me too, so it's even worse. Oh, oh I can hear it all the way. I can hear it all the way back of your throat too, man. Yeah. Just it- where I put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hit Jackie first, and then it hit. Oh, me. whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey! That wasn't me, all right? No, so it hit you first, and then it hit Jackie, all right? Let's get that in the correct order. It hit Jackie so bad she wound up having to go to the doctor. And uh Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Alright, folks. Well you're listening to the Blab of the Show. I'm Murphy. That's Decaf. This is a show where every week we we uh take a particular topic and we beat it to death. <laughs> and um our one and only reoccurring bit on the show right now, um, other than this moment in casual racism, because that's a thing, is uh the presentation of the drinks. Uh, decaf. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, it's coming right. Oh, you're getting a drink delivery. Oh, snaps. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You spilled half of it on me, but love you. (laughs) All right, so I assume that's gin and some sort of uh, uh, juice. What do you got? fuck is this <laughs> it's like flat something what is it grape grape soda grape soda <laughs> oh my goodness all right so you've got two glasses one glass of gin one glass of grape soda you still drinking that cheap bottom shelf gin <sighs> yes sir <laughs> and uh preferred I, choice preferred choice of of divorcees everywhere um <laughs> We should we should have you do a, like an ad campaign for that. Got child support? Spending too much money on a house you can't afford anymore that you're not even living in? Here's some cheap ass gin. Hey, DWG, come here. You say uh, hi to Murph again. Uh, Give a proper hi. Uh, I am drinking. I got a cup of tea. I've got my IT crowd mug, the one that says, "Have you tried turning it off and on again?" Hi, Murph. We have one re- we have our one and only reoccurring fan. No, we- <laughs> that's that's almost the truth, man. <laughs> Tell us, wish Murphy that he feels better. Tell him I want feel to- better, Murph. Thanks, D. Thank Love you. Love you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So this, then we then I'll go into the uh, racist shit that we saw at the bar today. Yeah. So like I get this text message from you like, "Hey, I need to talk about something before the show tonight." And the last time you said something like that, it was like terrible personal news. I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, yeah, sure. Are you okay?" 
No, it it <laughs> so so me DMG that we we we're off for Friday. So went to the bar, uh, PTs, play a couple games of pool, go in to pay for the tab, right? Yeah. And the two guys at the bar, the bartender and the customer, were talking, but they were talking in white code. Oh, they weren't no. saying the topic, but it was about uh, Anheuser Busch and Bud Light, oh. right? But they didn't say what it was, but they were like, oh, yeah, uh, well, uh, Stoney's, well, uh, Stoney's is, uh, what, what, you had this? Oh, yeah, I'm going to add All right, all right. <laughs> Hold so, on, Brenna, are you listening? How's the volume level? Is it okay? Is he sounding all right? Oh, she took her headphones she took her headphones No, was that sounding good, did. though? Was that yeah, sounding yeah, good? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I'm okay. sounding good. Okay. All right, all right, so so we walk up to the, <laughs> we walk uh-huh. up to go pay, to pay, and they're talking about, Anheuser Busch and how it's like, oh yeah, they, uh, this guy is gonna, this million, this millionaire is gonna cost billions of dollars because of this, that, and they were talking in serious white code. They will not say the topic, right? And and I was, I was sitting there and I'm hearing the conversation. They were like, well, Stoney's already don't have, but like, like Stoney's country bar, right? I said, and I said, why? Because I said, yeah, they can take it for Stoney's because white people are gonna find something else to fucking drink and you're fucking square dancing all day. You're gonna be fucking thirsty, yep. right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? So, so you know me, and I'm like, and he was all like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I went on the white side, right? I was like, yeah, you know what? Well, yeah, that's a bad idea. White people are, the, you know, go white people are the, you know, well, he wasn't saying white people either. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wasn't saying white people. He was saying their demographic. Oh, God. Oh God! He, he said, "Oh yeah, they're they're gonna lose so much business because they don't know who their demographic is." And then what did he say? LGBTQ <laughs> no. Before that though, what he said that will allow this to happen. Remember, he said, "This is it, Modelo." This is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Heineken or Modelo. This is Anheuser Busch. Bud Light. Like. <laughs> And so, and so I, so I finally had to ask. I was like, "What, what, what's the meaning behind it?" He's like, "I very clear this drunk to you." He's like, "The the the, 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 the LGBT community is only one percent. They don't understand what business they're gonna lose." And I told him, I said, "Dude, it's gonna be like anything else. We're gonna protest, protest." The white people's gonna start drinking Coors Light and see how shitty it is, and they'll go back to Bud Light. And he was like. Yeah, well, I guess so. So we walked out the bar, right? And I know, I and know what he's. And him exactly at the same time were like fucking Trumpers. <laughs> he did not say, I mean, I, Murph, yeah, that's some, that's some white was, code shit right there. <laughs> it was demographics. It was, they don't understand. They Modelo and Heineken and baby, like all the. <sighs> Mexican beers can get away with this and whatever, but not Anheuser Busch. That's Bud Light. That's all white people. That's our good shit right there. All right, but yeah. So so, and I know the first. And I'm walking out with a white girl, so you know what he called me as soon as I walked out the door. Here, there. That's the next conversation. They're taking our women. Oh God. Demographics. He kept saying demographics. That's, that's white code. That's white code. Is what that's middle aged white guy code. Is exactly what that is. 
I am that demographic, but I yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm so I know we 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 stick to one topic of the show, but I had to do it. That's... I heard that conversation as soon as we got in the car. I said, "Ooh, ooh, I have to talk about this with yeah. Murphy the shit." I said, "Murphy love this shit. That fucking white coat shit, man. Demographics. They would do this modelo, but anything to say what he wanted to say. Of course, I called him out on it. I was like, so white people." Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I got tagged with the N word a couple times as I walked out the door, uh, but it's all right. <laughs> well, we we don't use that word on this show, not like we used to uh, old shows. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I just had to go. go through. <laughs> well, I had to go. Through, that reminds sorry. me of that time that we had the. Um... Uh, we were feuding. No, no. The time we were feuding with that other radio show that was trying to be Opie and Anthony, and when they heard you, when they heard they you, a, they called me a colored. They, they said, like, Fuck "Oh, you, you guys have a colored on the show." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and that said, and I was so shocked. I was laughing. I wasn't even offended. I was laughing because I can't believe that I was actually called. I said, "That's the first time I was ever called a colored." in my life I was and like, I was just laughing I was like I was like if we're gonna insult people can we do it from this century please I mean <laughs> fuck me oh. oh man god bless stupid people they give us shit to talk about <laughs> alright so decaf what are we talking about tonight alright tonight we're gonna talk about the RICO law which you know like I, I keep reading different meanings of it the, the definition is the same but I, different sites have different mm-hmm. point of views about the law because I guess it is that it's it's I can see why the government will create this law because it's so open ended that it you know the, every every lawyer who tries to fight a RICO law has to like research the fuck which RICO law do you have to fight because they expanded it so much I mean shit it's like jaywalking if you if if multiple people jaywalk and you told sixty people to jaywalk in four different states and they all jaywalk you're a RICO crime no I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'll bring it down I'll bring it down see this is, we I, have a conversation about you staying like not shouting into the microphone and like. I might as well have just been, you know, pouring water up my own asshole because there's no way that was going to work. <laughs> All right. So let me let me give people the definition. So what is the RICO Act? The RICO Act is the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupted Organizations Act. And it's a federal law that's used to prosecute, prosecute individuals for crimes committed as part of an ongoing criminal operation. That's kind of the big deal. Um and it was signed into law in 1970. It was enacted as part of the Organized Crime Control Act. Um, and it was signed into law by our favorite president, Richard Nixon. It's part of it, part of the Title IX Organized Criminal Control Act of 1970. Um, and what the hell is RICO Act? So the, the <laughs> RICO is interesting because RICO, RICO came about after decades of massive corruption, um, of criminal criminal organization corruption. And the, the weird thing about it is it wasn't originally worded in a way that it specifically targeted the mafia, but it's definitely what it was intended to be used against. But it yeah. was worded in a way that it could be used in so many different situations, and, and rightfully so, given what, what they were able to accomplish with it. Um, so under the RICO Act, if a person commits at least two crimes from a list of 35 – Within 10 years, then they can be charged with racketeering. 
And the list of crimes is kind of funny. So the the, the, <laughs> the no, it goes from murder all the way to like theft. It's so, like <laughs> yeah. So it's so okay. So any violation of the state statutes against gambling, murder, kidnapping, extortion, armory. Mm. Robbery, bribery, dealing in obscene matter, or or dealing in a controlled substance listed or chemical, any act of bribery, counterfeiting, theft, embezzlement, fraud, dealing in obscene matter, obstruction of justice, slavery, racketeering, which is weird because racketeering is racketeering, gambling, money laundering, commission of murder for hire, as well as... Embezzlement of union funds, bankruptcy fraud and securities fraud, drug trafficking, long-term and elaborate drug networks also can be prosecuted using the continuing criminal enterprise statute, criminal copyright infringement, money money laundering, bringing in, aiding or assisting aliens in illegally entering the country, and terrorism. So if you commit any two of those things within a 10-year period, they can charge you with racketeering. <laughs> and it's so wild. So so racketeering is is so open-ended. The need of Jesus' mission tomorrow will be the anniversary of the law. Oh, is it really? Oh, cool. Um, oh, shit. Uh, it's, it, it's been used in ways to bring down – it's been used to bring down um, – Criminal uh, mob families, corrupt politicians, judges, gangs, uh, police officers. Uh, and the big one, Bernie, Mad- Bernie Madoff. Because, yeah. but the, because of, of, of state uh, wire transfer. and, uh, and Wire uh, fraud. Yeah. Yep, wire fraud. Yeah, yeah um, wire fraud, yeah. So, okay, so under the RICO Act, a person who commits at least two crimes from the list of 35, right? So that, that's what they get. Penalties are up to fines of up to $25,000 and 20 years in prison per racketeering count. And (laughs) you have to forfeit all the gains and any interest in any businesses you obtained through these crimes, which is, which is where that little nugget right there is what makes this really interesting. Because we'll talk about a little bit how they started using this and who they went after and then who they went after next. Um, The other thing about, about RICO. Um, well, okay, so to convict the defendant under RICO, the government must prove the defendant engaged in two or more instances of racketeering activity and that the defendant directly invested in, maintained an interest in, or participated in a criminal enterprise affecting interstate or foreign commerce. So all you have to do is prove two of these things within a 10-year period, and that's it. And the really interesting thing about RICO is that it also contains a civil component. Did you did you know about that? Yeah, yeah. So if I if I'm a victim of we'll say fraud, right? And I'm able the, to sue them under RICO. Yeah. Whatever you get in damages for because it's a RICO civil trial, you get 3 times that. So if I get 10 grand, I get I'm awarded 10 grand, I'm instantly get awarded $30,000. It also covers all legal fees, all court fees, all judges fees. The person you're suing is Fucked if you can get them on a Rico on a Rico civil trial, and the first ten years that Rico was around, they had two or three Rico civil cases. The next ten years, twenty seven hundred, because people <laughs> went out of their goddamn minds with. Um. So what? When you think of Rico, what do you think? 
Well, of course, you know, from all the everything I watch to read, the, the the thing is I always think of is how the they want to be tough on crime and how New York was so um, terrible in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. And, you know, the mob officers never get caught because I don't know so-and-so kills so-and-so because so-and-so kills so-and-so. I didn't know what so-and-so was. Yep. Anyway, that's how pretty much it was. Look. It's, I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy with the brick in the wall. You know, he shot somebody. I don't know yeah. who that either. And so they, and that was one of the main mm-hmm. things that they could not get rid of the crime bosses and they wanted business. New York, you know, they wanted Times Square to be cleaned up and shit. They wanted to well, get rid the of the city as a whole. The, and, and they wanted to build all, you know, all kinds of, you know, buildings and, mm-hmm. and, and bring in tourists and everything. So they couldn't get rid of these mob bosses, the five families and shit. So they mm-hmm. had to find ways to do it. And, and racketeering was it because, mm-hmm. you know, a, a mob hit takes place. Yeah, the little guy that, that got ordered to do it will get in jail. People won't talk. Everyone's going to keep yeah. quiet about it, and the mob boss will get away. So they had to figure out a way to get around that, you know. And um, even Robert Kennedy was one of the first ones who really tried to push and take on the mafia. Yeah. Though, though his dad worked with the mafia. But he, he tried to put Joe Kennedy. I mean, he, I'm not wrong about that. Right? You're not wrong about that one. Too. Nope. Uh, and so even though his dad worked with them all, but you know that he he really tried to do it, and you know of course people want to say that that's partly why he got assassinated. Wherever the conspiracy theory, there's falls some conspiracies on that. One, on right? that. Yep, yep. And so when it, you know when it passed, and that's what it did. Exactly, it started cracking down. It started tying stuff together because, uh, like I was telling, uh, like watching them the series about Bernie Madoff, and like I was just telling. Um, and watching like American Greed because I watch a lot of American Greed and they all mostly is all about how people start you well, get start getting money from illegal gains. Yeah, it's the money trail. One thing is in law, you can you can say there's no DNA evidence for murder, right? There's no uh, who said who who ordered this hit who who's this guy that did this or was it this guy this guy? But the money trail, <laughs> that money trail. IRS shit, you don't pay your taxes, that money trail comes back yep. to fuck you. And that's how they figure out how to do it. And they and I think the best test case was Al Capone. How they got Al Capone is off the taxes, tax right? Because he wasn't paying yep. a tax evasion. And I and I you know, and I think that's the only way they know that they could have get up for murder. It's such a high bar to prove yeah. murder, right? But the thing is a lot of the mob bosses are what? In their sixties. 70s, right? You get them on racketeering because racketeering is easy to trace. All they do is infiltrate someone from the FBI. They come in there undercover. Well, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's easy to trace because a lot of these racketeering cases take years to put together. Okay, yeah, but uh, I mean, but but when they do, most of the time they get more convictions than not. While yeah. uh, it's hard to charge someone for murder who didn't do the murder, but they ordered a hit. Yeah, and that's where, that's where racketeering, one of the big things about what, about the RICO Act is that it closes what they call the, uh, the mob boss loophole. So in yeah. a racketeering case, everybody who's involved is, if, whoever doesn't matter if you're the boss or you're the little guy on the street, if you're yeah, involved in a racketeering case, one person is charged with a crime, they're all charged with a crime. So that mm-hmm. means that, that one hit that the mob boss gave a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge to have done, Everybody involved is now charged with that crime. And that's was that's super important in this because there's there's two factors in, in charging a RICO case that, that are 
really important. The first one is that, is that everybody gets charged with the same crime. But that also means that that mob boss who's being charged with bribing a senator, that means that guy who, who was, who was, you know, stealing cars to take to the chop shop, he's charged with that as well. And when you're charged with that, the next thing they do is that the, um, the U S attorney, if they're going to indict someone under Rico, they have the option of getting a pretrial restraining order and temporarily seizing all of the defendant's assets. So they go after bank accounts. They go after, um, you know, uh, yeah, but, cars. They go after everything. Can't, but they go after you that. Can't, you can't use your own money that they consider to take fraudulently, right? Yeah, you, know, you can't use that. So, but until you can prove. Right. But well, until you can prove that 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 10 grand that you have in the bank account that you didn't get through this operation, the U S attorney will seize that. And then the problem okay. is now all of this stuff is, is you can't get a lawyer. And the reason they did that is because so many of these um, mafia bosses in the old days, right. the money, they, they had all these shell corporations. Lawyer. So it's like, yeah, I got 25 cents in my bank account. Go ahead and take it. Yeah. But we all know that all of the money <coughs> that he's got is sitting in the bank account for this shell corporation of this laundromat. So what they'll do is they'll seize everything and it makes it really hard to get a lawyer. So now you're being charged with all of these offenses and you have no money to get a decent lawyer. A lot of times these Rico cases are pled out like very quickly because uh, the people just can't afford to defend themselves. Well, they play out for two, uh, two reasons. But the thing is, what I was going to say first is like it's uh, is because when you seize accounts, you could justify it easily by saying, we're not taking your money. We find if you're not convicted of it, you still have we'll your give it money. Back. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you can't use shit. So we're going to force you yep. to get that shitty lawyer instead of that fucking top notch lawyer. Well, the but other thing on that too is, is after, if they're yeah. found guilty, you don't have yeah. to run around and try and figure out what all you, you, you don't have like, oh, oh shit. No, wait, he had that boat. Where's that boat at now? He was found guilty a week ago. All that shit's taken first. So yeah. you, it makes sure that all of that stuff that gets seized is is there and held. Well, the the main well, I was gonna say about pleading. Usually, what they'll do is they'll get the little guy to flip. Yeah, it's the little guy flips the story. You know, all right, you know, you're gonna get charged with 20 years of this and that if you don't. And then that gives up this guy, and then that guy gives up this guy, and it gives up this guy. It is is it's like. You know, but that, but they're really good at it. They because they want the big fish, so you know uh, the smaller people get away with the crime or whatever they did to get out of it. Yeah. Because shit, how much loyalty do you have? You know, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's my, uh, he's my, uh, my kid's godfather. Yeah. Well, you know, you're gonna go to jail for twenty years. That fucker told me to do it. Yep. But, <laughs> <clears throat> so, like, like you said, when when this was enacted and New York went to town. Do you remember who it was who really went to town using the uh, using the RICO Act? I'll give was you a Giuliani? hint. He's a famous lawyer. He's a famous it's lawyer. Gi no, it's not Giuliani. Famous it lawyer. Giuliani. When sweating, no. the hair dye ran down his face. Yeah, it was Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani <laughs> made a name for himself, shutting oh, my, down. My Mob, yeah. Shutting down the, the five families. Yeah, so yeah, we shut yeah, down the Gambino yeah. crime family, the Lucchese crime family, but the Bonato crime family. He shut down all of these crime families. And it was crazy because it was like there's it, 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 it was unprecedented within the short yeah. amount of time how he went in and just decimated 
decimated these crime families, like scattered them, left this weird power vacuum. It was it was it was insane. But then after that, then he went after some Wall Street firms and these Wall Street firms because he got them on wire fraud. He got them on security fraud, things like that. And they all instantly pled out because they knew if they got caught in a RICO charge and they could prove it, they would lose everything. All the money that they obtained, uh. all the money they obtained during that, where those, when those were committed, they knew they were fucked. They'd never get it back. So, and, and that kind of like some ACLU people got a little like, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily supposed to be used like that, but they've even said, um, God, I can't remember the guy's name. He was the, um, Oh gosh, I gotta scroll up because I know um, uh, Blakely uh, or Blakey, Robert Blakey or G. Robert Blakey. He even said we specifically wrote this not with the mob in mind, but in a larger uh, framework in mind. Being able to take down things like corrupt uh, financial organizations and corrupt judges. Um, Great example. Again, this is this is you built a framework and now you have to, I hate this that they did this, but you built this framework and you kind of have to find ways to make the crimes fit inside of it. But do you remember a couple years ago there was that uh, kids for crime scam where those two judges were being paid by um, a private detention company that when kids came through that were being charged they, with crimes, they uh, were they, they were funneling them into those and they were getting kickback money. Yeah kickback because the more the population you need more money based on the population of yeah. incarceration so if they had right? more so, kids in their facilities so they could charge the states more some more yeah so those two judge judges got busted on racketeering charges because again it was multiple acts within a 10-year panel within a 10-year framework or 10-year time frame 10-year time frame and it was done in a criminal enterprise like the the amount of people that they've gone after for this is kind of crazy. Like they used it and taken down the cowboy mafia in Texas in the seventies, um, the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club, the Latin Kings, yeah. um, and then they went after oh Gil Dozier. So Gil Dozier was the commissioner, uh, Louisiana commissioner for agriculture and forestry, and from seventy six to nineteen eighty. He was hit with uh, RICO accusations because what was happening is he would tell companies that if they wanted to be doing business in Louisiana, then they had to make a campaign donation to his his to his reelection campaign and turned into being a racketeering charge because it was multiple times and it was in a criminal enterprise. And um, he got 10 years. And then they bumped it up to 18 and then he got like twenty five thousand dollars in damages. It was crazy. And he wound yeah, up in the end. He wound up serving four years because the uh, uh, president commuted his sentence. But like, they went after like the Key West Police Department. Uh, help, man. Okay, so this is one of the ones that th- this is where this is where like the civil side of it kind of went out of control. Because what was started happening is people started abusing the shit out of it. And in two thousand one, uh, the owners of the Minnesota Twins and the Montreal Expos they went after Major League Baseball. And tried to get charges filed uh, under the RICO Act uh, against the majority owners of the teams and Bud Selig, claiming that Selig and Loria had deliberately conspired to devalue the team for personal benefit in preparation for a move. And if they'd have been found um, liable, they'd have been responsible for up to $300 million in in damages. It, It stalled the Expos moving back to D.C., uh, and eventually was sent to arbitration. They ruled in favor of Major League Baseball, and then that's when the 
the nationals were able to finally move in. But it's like, like a lot of people like had Rico charges thrown at them, maybe not for the best reason, but because of the penalties involved, it's really dangerous. So, so in the case of like Bernie Madoff, he was getting a lot of loans from Chase. I mean, these banks though, right? And that's the thing. It's like they knew that he was just like, you know, that's the only thing I can say about Bernie Madoff that he's right about, but he's still wrong. When it's like, well, all these people do, they were making money off of me through illegal means. Yeah. But they kept the but they kept the ball the 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 game rolling, you know what I'm saying? And so they try to go after other people. But it's hard because, of course, they, you know, like Chase uh, got away with not taking a RICO charge because they said, well, we were we were unaware. We didn't know. Uh, we didn't know that he was <laughs> making profit back from. And of course, they know. So so that's the thing. Do you think that people like do you think like these banks in Wall Street and because you hardly ever hear RICO charges anymore? You hear, they racketeering, got, charges. You hear it, racketeering charges all the time. But I don't think people really associate racketeering charges because they say racketeering charges. They don't necessarily associate that with what we know as the RICO Act. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Ask your question. Uh, no, but but do you think that it's a matter of like they are um, – that people are, are learning to try to, e- to even get around the RICO Act? Or do you think that people, when they're about to get hit with a RICO Act charge – is they they see over the history how because Rico Act when you get a Rico Act charge that's just pretty fucking sufficient. Yeah. It's hard to escape it. It's Very hard to hard. loop your way. Very hard because because they have multiple ways to get you. All right, we can't one hundred percent prove this, yeah. but we can prove that. Or we got this guy to flip to tell me they did this and whatever the guy say. You know, well I want to make a deal, and then of course what do they say? If you make a deal and you you don't do what, you still can get hit with the charge, right? If you don't tell the truth, if yeah. you don't come out and tell us everything behind it and you hold we're still gonna back, charge you yeah we're still gonna charge you yeah. right so uh, so do you think that these corporations stuff out a loophole to get away from getting a rico charge or do you think the 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 rico charge like for coming from this new york south you know anytime i hear new york south district even my asshole pucker i ain't even new york but it's just when you hear that term right the nysd well the new york southern district you're like god someone just got fucked I mean, that's they're like I the think, best laying. T- they will guarantee them. <laughs> you can guarantee penetration for the NYSD. Yeah. They don't fuck around. They don't. They don't Mickey Mouse shit. If they, if they oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> that's okay. No, no. Make your point. You just don't have to shout in the mic to do it. <laughs> but, but, but the NYSD, they if they know they got you. They got you. Yeah. They don't bullshit around. They don't half-ass their no. shit. They know they got you. You know, like and, uh, uh, Michael Cohen sitting back laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it, you can't escape it. But So I think companies have found ways to kind of skirt around this. And I think the racketeering charges and RICO charges have, have eased off in non what we would think of as criminal enterprises. Although, you know, just last year um, – and we'll talk about this in a few minutes. Some people were charged with it, uh, had racketeering charges. I think they've, they're have they aiming it more these days at 
criminal enterprises and not so much financial crimes. And they're letting like the SEC and the FEC do the things um, that they're supposed to do on that side of it. Now, that being said, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear in the very near future about certain financial crimes committed by a certain orange faced shit given <laughs> that could orange face shit given the orange face shit given that could result around. financial crimes in New York or maybe say maybe other crimes in Georgia that might result in racketeering charges because if again all you need to get a racketeering charge is two crimes committed within a 10 year span of the same type to 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 benefit an invested criminal enterprise, which is exactly what we're seeing on both sides of this. Um, <laughs> remember, I, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to remember. Atlanta schools cheating scandal was that it? That was, it was like yes, like, that cheating like, scandal like, that had racketeering you know, charges involved. Like eleven teachers got hit. It was like like eleven teachers or whatever all got. It was charged with racketeering. Yeah, it was right. teachers. It was um, school administrators. It was people operating this this this. Um, it was a FBI sting. Uh, they call it what? Uh, um, Operation Varsity Blues. That's the one that got Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin got them no, caught no, up in no, it. No, no, no. Not oh no, that you're one. talking about the cheating scandal. I'm sorry, you're talking about the school cheating scandal. The, the school cheating. Well, there were past the students. Well, yeah. I know that's another, I know that's another big one. But but uh, I, I'm with smaller. I'm trying to give an example of how local how something so yeah. Small. I, I you know what I know but what you're talking about on that one. I I think that's a that's an example of them using the 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 over overreaching. They're overreaching. Overreaching. overreaching yeah. Okay. Definitely overreaching. Um. That that's a yeah. This was this was a school district in. God, I can't remember where a, now. It was a small school yeah, district, school, and they were. Was, Atlanta, yeah, yeah, they and they were well. If it's Atlanta, it's not a small school district, but it's uh, they were they were passing kids, they were uh, criminally interfering with school testing, so that um, kids were passing more. They were doing it so that they could get more funds. Yeah, um, yeah it was eleven out of twelve former Atlanta, Atlanta educators, yeah, had been convicted of racketeering for participating in the mass cheating conspiracy. The criminal cheating trial in Atlanta could send. Teachers up to twenty years of jail. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's they were ministries trying to boost their bonuses by conspiring to artificially raise kids' test scores. That's what it was. They're raising to they're raising kids' test scores so they could pass classes. Yeah. To show that their numbers are high. Yeah. So they could get more money. So they could get more get funds the, and keep the, and keep the, out of the. Um, keep out of uh, the Department of Education would send in monitors and take oh, over yeah. the school district if the numbers weren't high enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that's that's a complete overreach. I'm sorry. That's a complete overreach. It's not what that law was designed for. The law was designed for. Well, a good example would be um, Young Thug and Gunna. Um, they were arrested in 2022 and received 56 indictment charges. Um, cons- for conspiring to violate George's RICO Act. Um, Young Thug, he's one of the founders of a street gang called the Young Slime Life, the YSL, and referenced uh, the gang in songs and on social media. Um, and he was indicted, uh, like I said, 56 counts of racketeering. Um, I don't know if that's gone to trial yet, but um, yeah, it was crazy uh, what he was talking about in that. And, you know, there, there was RICO... You know, RICO charges on that. Uh, FIFA. FIFA had RICO charges filed against them, rightfully so, 
14 defendants made up of FIFA bosses and sports marketing executives and owners of broadcast corporations were indicted on a 47-account arraignment. Federal prosecutors brought charges against string of officials and associates linked to the Federation International de Football, FIFA. They were accused of racketeering, wire fraud, money laundering, conspiracies, among other... Okay, yeah, I I think I I saw that one. And the guy in the... Yeah, it was... He had to resign, right? He had to resign, but it was part of a 24-year scheme of bribery and corruption. Like... That's crazy. Yeah. One of my favorite ones, though, and I'm sorry, again, I, I'm a, I like OPL Live. I like watching police officers do their thing rightfully, and I like watching meth heads get tasered. But they used the RICO Act against the LAPD. So, um, so like, there was a huge scandal, massive corruption throughout the LAPD and the, their anti-gang unit. And... The crash um, department, which was the community resource against street hoodlums, um, they were plagued with misconduct allegations involving over 70 officers. Uh, Malpractice included unprovoked shootings, unprovoked beatings, planting false evidence, stealing and dealing narcotics, bank robbery, perjury, tampering with evidence. And just like the cops in Miami, they were offering protection to drug dealers to protect their territory and go after their uh, competition. (laughs) Can you believe that? Yeah, that was in 2000. My my favorite fucked up is Bernie Madoff because Bernie Madoff had his old... Um, they, the, the company that was doing all the fucking uh, pyramid scheming, but then he was also running a legitimate company side by side, and they literally was on two different floors in the same <laughs> building. <laughs> and how they were read, like one was read like at a very professional, super tight, everything clean level, but then the ghetto one, it was just like foul cabinets and papers everywhere else like damn it's like how you running this the, the crime out the same building but you know but that's the thing is that he was so popular he uses personally uses sway like somebody else we know who's got 34 yeah. indictments counseling them he used this whole persona <clears throat> that he's a genius of uh yeah. and shit like that that he got away, but he was a genius because he was running and he was running that shit birth since the 60s. Yeah, he was running, he was running side by side companies since the 60s. It took 40 years to, for that dude to finally go down. And and, and that's the thing, it's just like you know, you, you, you don't want to like with the cops, right? You don't want to give like. Uh, encouragement, not not encouragement, but like a, a reward or like, uh, what's the word? Like Incentivize. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, for what they did, but at the same time, it's like, fuck. When you hear it, when you, everything comes out, and you find out there's seventy cops, and it's like you like, damn, how long they were running for? Yep. Pretty fucking impressive, right? You can't. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be impressed with that. But on the other side of it, like, woof. I was reading. So Bernie Madoff had more than a thousand lawsuits filed against him to recover <laughs> over a hundred billion dollars. Billion dollars. Was that was that civil Rico? Was it was it civil Rico in that I don't, or I don't just... know I don't know if that was civil Rico or if that was just trying to get back I'm not hundred percent. 
and people didn't get back shit. So many people got yeah. back scraps or pennies or whatever the case. But then the other guy who like took a lot of his money died. Oh, I mean, Picard. Like Picard. Though, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a there was he a died charge on that. Went down. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, All right, so so let me ask you then. So what do you think? Do you think the RICO Act, do you think it's worthwhile for what it does, or do you think the overreach has made it so that it needs to be redefined? I think it, I think it needs to be redefined. I think it's a matter of, like, it, I think it's just, it, it's just so wide open. <laughs> it, it's so wide open. I don't know, man. They, they got it down to, like, uh, Still a candy, you know. If, if you still a candy, if you still a candy, and you transfer it to another state, <laughs> and you do it two times or two different times in ten years, you can get charged. Well, with there's that, other you know? things. There are other criteria that have to be met, but but it, it could yeah. be it could be as simple as that. Yeah, you're right, and I, I I agree. I think it should be rewritten, but I think there should be. I think there should be different versions of it. I think there should be definitely be a version that's more tar- targeted towards um, organized crime and gangs. I think there should be a version that's targeted towards um, financial crimes, maybe more tailor-made for that. And it's also being used uh, a couple of times now. I've read it's being used in computer crime cases. And absolutely, I think some of these ransomware gangs and stuff, I think it, I think it, it has to be a little bit more refined, to fit these specific specific instances and it need to be it needs to be you know worked on and that's the great thing about laws in this in this country i mean anything is open to reinterpretation i mean thanks to the supreme yeah. court so <laughs> whoops um no but i think i think i think you're right though i think i think it needs to be redefined i think it needs to be worked on it needs to be it needs to be tweaked do do you do you think that it's or do you think it's not good enough do you think that to be People, corporations. So, so like the housing market when it crashed, all these people uh-huh. giving out the loans, and all these banks got away with it. Why you don't think they recalled anybody in that? And you know, and pretty much everyone uh-huh. got away with all these banks and stuff with the housing market, even though you can say right that you ripped off or oh, cheated or lied people in multiple states. Couldn't they have recharged it? Oh, absolutely. Or, I'll, and I'll or, tell you what would have happened. The U.S. Attorney's Office would have called the DOJ and said, hey, we want to take Bank X, Y, and Z. We want to take them under – we want to charge them. We want to get uh, RICO indictments on them. And the DOJ would have turned around and said, um, hey, uh, members of Congress, um, there's rumors that these banks are going to be charged with uh, RICO charges here, racketeering charges. Um, they didn't, perchance, give any of you money. And then all of the people on all of like the Senate Finance Committee and all these would have gone. Well, I think that's a broad overreach. I think maybe the DOJ needs to stay out, stay not stay involved. And so the DOJ and the senators and Congress people all kind of said, maybe we shouldn't investigate this too much. Let's go ahead and charge some people, but those yeah. big dollar billionaires who give us lots and lots of money, both directly and indirectly, we should probably just not acknowledge that they've done anything <laughs> wrong. Do, do, so do, what do you feel about, but what do you feel about, like where, where were you, have you seen anything that is personally, uh, that you would see to put a RICO charge on. I mean, I don't know, man. I, it, it's 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 so it's overreaching. But you think the penalties is too stiff? No, I think the penalties. Charge? I think the penalties are great. I think the penalties are great because it makes if you can get a RICO charge, 
it 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 really gives you a sledgehammer. Um, and a lot of these prosecutors, unfortunately, they need that sledgehammer in certain situations. Um, <clears throat> I think I think I think there needs to be a better definition between criminal conspiracy and RICO, and maybe one doesn't necessarily lead to the other. Maybe they or maybe they shouldn't be mutually exclusive. Um, <clears throat> also, I think things like obstruction of justice should not be included in a RICO. It um, shouldn't be RICO eligible shouldn't make the prerequisite. Uh, but as far as like, I, I, okay, like, I mean, we try not to talk about politics and current events on the show, but I think Trump absolutely should be, uh, should be facing Rico charges for everything that happened in Georgia. I think with Trump and his campaign and Lindsey Graham, and I, I think Fox news a part as a part of that, I think that that's honestly, that is a criminal conspiracy between multiple people invested in maintaining a, criminal enterprise so, so, i think so that should would, be rico uh, eligible so so you have you would fight it to like so you would fight trump and fox news and so so what do you think about the uh because was there some was there some in, in um i'm trying to remember maybe it was it georgia or was it arizona the ones who were actually fought to try to get trump votes or to get recounts do you think they should be charged in a, in a RICO Act? The ones who were like, I think that if folded you can, and said that we're going to do, a, well, yeah, we need to do a recount and whatever the case I may think be. If you, can, if you can directly connect them to the Trump campaign itself, then yeah, they should be charged along with. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, these are individuals just like a crime family, like a mob. Think of it like a mafia family. These are little lieutenants running around, and if they're getting direct orders from the Trump campaign to get these recounts, to, you know, to drive this narrative that they knew i mean look we 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 know in the last couple of months we've been told that the Trump campaign was given plenty of information that showed that the 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 election there was no election fraud that there was no way that there there was no interference that it was a legitimate and that it was legitimate right so they they attempted to defraud the country of a rightful election so anybody who was in so direct he, communication. He, he, hold on, hold on. Anybody they, who was in direct communication okay. with the campaign meets that criteria to be charged as a as a racketeer, as part of this massive conspiracy, because it's really what it was. And there is a financial incentive involved here. I mean, look at the amount of money that Trump made while in office. He made billions of dollars while in office from foreign companies, from foreign countries, from companies who want to do business with him because of what his name meant at that point. So I think a case could be made there. And look, I'm not a lawyer. I don't even play one on TV. But I think a case could be made there that that is, that's racketeering, right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so what do you think, uh, with the thirty-four counts, you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna? You think he's they're gonna turn? I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like I hear people try to defend it, but like I said, man, my friend asked me this. He said, "Hey, all right, if you're gonna go after an ex-president and so as popular as Trump, what does your percentage have to be that he's guilty that you would post thirty-four felony accounts as at hundred and sixty fucking percent?" <laughs> yeah, you. Okay, so if it was two or three counts or even 10 counts, like that could be like that could be hard to prove. 34 counts. 34 counts is a truckload and all you need is for him to be guilty of one. He may not ever go to jail. Now look, here's the other thing. He may not ever go to jail. 
he may, you know, he may wind up with something like, uh, like fines and other restitution. He may not ever serve a day, but all you need is one guilty count and he can't be president ever again. Um, I think those 34 counts, there's a lot to it, but that's not all there is. You got to remember there's other stuff going on as well. That's what he's been charged with right now. There's still everything going on in Georgia. There is another case in, in the Southern district of New York that he's still involved with it. And that was the, the financial crimes. There are also the January 6th investigation that's going on that he could be indicted on as well. Oh yeah. And don't forget, there's also the E Carroll or the E. Jean Carroll rape case that's still going on that he refuses to give a DNA sample for because she kept the dress and he refuses to give a DNA sample that could exonerate him because if the dress doesn't match, then there's no crime. But if the dress matches, then it totally invalidates everything. So, um, look, this isn't a political podcast. We don't do, we don't do that anymore. There is a lot of, there's, look, when you're when you're shooting, if you it, it, think of this as a shooting range, and usually you got a prosecutor with a rifle, and you got one target all the way down the line. That is not what this is. This is a bunch of targets all over the place, and a bunch of prosecutors with Gatling guns. Someone's gonna make something stick at this point. There's there's enough going on that there's no way, and I'll probably have to eat my words on this but there's probably no way that he's going to be able to avoid all of this there's so much of it and that's what's happened so far who knows what happens next <laughs> dude, 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 that's the thing it's like dude, do you think that was the the nysd went through that i think because honestly you know the whole thing is supposed to be it's all about law nothing political whatever i think now that the new york southern district went through with it i think every other place is just gonna go through with it because they saw the reaction and the, and the reaction is that you know what we it's not going to uh, I don't think he, you know, I don't know if it's like power wise or whatever the case may be. It's much like Trump's bank's bank account. It's just all inflated with yeah. false shit. All right. And then, then when you count with 34 counts, you get your 100, 200 people out there defending you. But at the end of the day, he looks scared to shit. He looks scared to shit in those pictures of the courtroom, didn't he? Oh, I don't want to get no 34. Here's what, here's what I have a problem with. And this you is. Said- it only takes one. That's the thing. And that's the thing. Bring it back to Rico charges. Yeah. It only takes one. It's like one can carry five years. Yeah, you can do it consecutively or you can plead out, but you're still <laughs> going to do now, five years. <laughs> now, now, one more note before we close out the show on this. Um, there is a there is an interesting legal tactic I heard that someone someone suggested Trump could pull. If you are going to be convicted, you have to be tried by a jury of your peers. He could claim... We need 11, we need 12 presidents to be able to, to have a jury because he's a president and he needs his, the only peers he can have are presidents. Yeah. DWG even said it cause she saw his picture and he was like this. He was like this. He was like, <laughs> it gets all real in court, buddy. It gets all real, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he, oh, so he can request he can, that. Well, cause I mean, you, you're guaranteed uh, the right to a trial by a jury of your peers. Well, he was he the president of the United States. So you've got to get 
11 other 12 presidents of the United States in order to, to what do we got? We got what? We got Clinton. We got Bush. Jimmy, we got Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Obama. And Obama. They can put Obama on this Joe Biden. And Joe Biden. <laughs> they're, 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 they're can you imagine Joe Biden in jury duty? How great would that be? <laughs> I could just yeah, see him sitting there listening listening to the prosecutor. Just sitting there listening to the prosecutor, and then the defense attorney says something. He just, oh, that's malarkey. <laughs> oh, fuck so, that. So that's malarkey. So, so, so how many Republicans, right? You got George Bush. You, the Bush family, can't. They hate Donald Trump. They hate Trump. <laughs> You have a Democrat Obama, you got a Democrat Clinton. Jimmy Carter, you got a Democrat Clinton, and uh, is is that it? That's all I you mean, got. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. So you're, fu- well, so you're fucked regardless. You could also either. possibly get like Dick Cheney and and uh, and Roger Stone to do like a weekend at Bernie's thing with Reagan's corpse. I know. I know. Me and the DWG was making jokes about Melania. You know, Melania wasn't there, so she was probably fucking. She said she was fucking the gardener. As soon as Trump got with as soon as they walked about, the gardener came walking in the house. He was like, good night, Mr. Trump. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fuck my wife? Yes, consecutively, 34 times. Jesus Christ. All right, folks. Well, look, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour with us, and we really appreciate your time. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can join us live here most Fridays at twitch.tv forward slash blather show. And that's at 9.30 p.m. in the east, 6.30 p.m. in the west. And remember, if we're not live, you can find us in the archive. That's right. You can catch this show wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be on Google, iOS, or Spotify. You can find us there. Just look for Blather the Show. You'd be amazed of all the places that we pop up. I know I constantly, constantly am. Oh, oh my gosh. We had a couple of people show up in the chat at the very end of the show there. What's going on, man? You can't. People no, showed up late, show man. People showed up late. People show up. <laughs> yeah, get blathered on. That's uh, Yanner. Gotta appreciate it. All right, folks. Well, look, I want to thank you so much again one more time. Decaf, you want to take us out with one last nugget of wisdom? Next time, guys, come come into the room at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Man, we could have used your input today, man. It was a good show. We were trying to – we, we really was trying to stretch today. It was one of those we were like – Let's 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 get this okay. Next week folks, we got we'll have another one for you. We'll see you then. Good night. Good night.